Hello there, friends, and welcome to History Mix. I am your host, Josna, and as usual, I will be telling you stories of history that, in my opinion, don't get as much or enough attention. As many of you may know, a new musical has taken the theater world by storm these past few years. This, my friends, is the musical Six, detailing the lives of the six wives of Henry VIII of England. I happen to be slightly obsessed with this musical. You may have realized that the inspiration for the name of this podcast is, in fact, a lyric from the song Ex-Wives in this show. I thought it would be fun to talk about the real lives and relationships of Henry with these six women. Each of the next six episodes will focus on one of his wives going in the order that he married them. This week, I'll be talking about his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Let's break it down. Catherine of Aragon was a Spanish princess who was actually the widow of Henry's older brother, Arthur. She was born on December 16, 1485, and was the youngest surviving child of Isabella and Ferdinand of Spain. At the age of three, she was betrothed to Arthur, and the two married on November 14, 1501. Contrary to what we may think today, Catherine was happy with her marriage and her role in life. She and Arthur actually loved each other, and she was devastated when their marriage ended short. Both Catherine and Arthur fell horribly ill early, and while Catherine made it out, Arthur passed away. She was still young enough to be married, and Henry VII, Arthur and Henry's father, wanted to keep the dowry he was paid for Catherine, so he arranged for her and his still-living son to be married. Henry was too young to be wed at this point, so Catherine was expected to wait. Unfortunately, by 1505, when Henry was old enough to wed her, Henry VII changed his mind about the Spanish alliance and forced his son to call off the betrothal. Catherine's future was up in the air for four years. She suffered much hardship and was forced to sell nearly all of her possessions in order to survive in England without royal help. When Henry VII died in 1509, Henry VIII almost immediately married Catherine. The pair had grown to love each other over the years, and Catherine was finally crowned queen alongside her new husband. She quickly became pregnant, but the child died tragically. It may seem surprising, but Henry didn't actually blame his wife for the stillbirth. He was actually, by medieval standards, a pretty good husband. Unfortunately, the marital bliss and support wouldn't last, largely due to the couple's infertility. Henry was frustrated that he had no male after seven pregnancies. Keep in mind, though, Henry and Catherine did have a daughter who survived. Their marriage really only fell apart in 1526, when Henry fell in love with Anne Boleyn, one of Catherine's ladies-in-waiting. Catherine was 42 years old when Henry's love for Anne became common knowledge. She could no longer conceive and was truly devastated that Henry wanted to annul the marriage. At this point, his main goal was to produce a male heir, something Catherine could not do. His argument for the divorce was largely based on the texts of Leviticus, stating that a man who takes his brother's wife will be childless. They were definitely not childless, but apparently his healthy daughter Mary, who is still alive, does not count as a child, I guess. Catherine was by all means at a tremendous disadvantage in the divorce, and believing she had no hope in any sympathy from the court, she chose to appeal directly to the Pope. The entire process took six years, all through which Catherine maintained that since she and Arthur had never consummated their marriage, it was invalid. 
She really only wanted to keep her position and guarantee a future for her daughter. The world came crashing down for Catherine when Anne Boleyn got pregnant. Henry chose to separate England from the Catholic Church and have the Archbishop of Canterbury annul his marriage. Catherine was forced to renounce her title and was named Princess Dowager of Wales, though both of these facts she refused to accept. She spent the rest of her life in various castles with just a few servants, though she continued to carry, self, carry herself with dignity and hardly complained much. Catherine died on January 7th, 1536 at an, at an abbey, and on that somber note, it is time to mix it up. Gosh, all of these stories make me kind of sad. It really shows you how even noble women's lives were ruled by the whims of the men in their life. Like, she had such little control, and while arguably her fate is better than his other wives, she still had a really difficult and sad life. I mean, I can barely imagine having a child, let alone losing a child, but being blamed for losing your child, or being blamed for having your kid be the wrong gender. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just rude and weird and nuts. I know that there's no real way they could have known this at the time, but it's undoubtedly Henry's fault that he didn't have a son. Like, that's just how it works biologically speaking. Still, Catherine was a badass and she deserved better. She was such an intelligent and accomplished woman and she, she really did deserve better. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can email me at historymixpodcast at gmail.com. Tune in next week to hear about Anne Boleyn. Keep contemplating, and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye!